actions. The goals. The stairs. The set piece. And the debris. And it's taken! Oh, it's a wonderful set piece! Giving you the very best from the Nigerian Professional Football League. A result, not a scoreline. This is the MPFL Tory Podcast. We are live! Hello guys and welcome to another exciting episode of the NPFL Theory Podcast. It's an unusual voice on uh, the side of the MIC today hosting. Uh, in the absence of Chris Baba, who you might have seen his tweet on social media talking about uh, how he was met by men of the underworld and uh, yes, actually did some strong things to him. So it is Felix Namdi Bumichet, one you know as Felix the Great, hosting the pod for today and I'll be doing this one alongside Mayowa Kufile who made his debut on the podcast in the last episode. Mayowa, good day and welcome to the pod. Yeah, good day to you, Felix. Good to be here and yes, that means I did very well in my last appearance. That's why I'm returning. Yeah, did in this team, I'm a prolific scorer. <laughs> <laughs> so good to be here again. All right, uh, prolific goal scorer, that's what he calls himself, but we know him as the mayor of sports. And uh, there were some goals scored in the NPFL during the course of the last game week, which was game week 10. The second stanza began with the game week 10 matches. 21 goals scored across 10 different games, and we'll be looking at some of the biggest stories uh, from different match centers in the NPFL on this particular podcast. All right, let's get straight into it. We've got a lot to uh, cover in this one, talking about the uh, games that happened over the weekend. Let's start off with the big game, or the the, uh, game that was highlighted as probably the big game of the match week 10 of the first game of the second stanza, that one between Aimba FC and League Leader St. Group A. Bedell Insurance, the only side that are yet to taste defeats in the NPFL so far this season. Let's start off with the results of that game. Aimba won, Bedell Insurance won. Did you see that coming, Myra? Um, actually, I did not see that coming because I felt maybe, yes, Bedell Insurance will suffer their first defeat of the season against Aimba over the weekend, but it was a surprising result for me for Bedell Insurance to go to Apa and get a draw and just shows you that, yes, Maybe what they achieved in the first night match week of this season, maybe it was not a fluke entirely because if you go to a bar and get a draw, I think it's a very good one for them. And also considering the manner of how they achieved the draw, I think it was more commendable for me going behind and uh, towards the end of the first half and they just talked to their goals in the second half. I feel like they were, there was more improved showing from them in the second half and the good, the equalizer they got through Imadio Sarako, I feel like, I feel like it was a well-deserved one for Red Nations. And yes, I was surprised they could be able to get a draw against Aimba because if you are to pursue down one team, maybe that Red Nations will lose their first game of the season to, it has to be Aimba because going to that match over the weekend, they were second. Aimba were second in win for them. We'll make sure they close the gap between them and Red Nations. But failed to do that, more all credit has to go to Red Nations. So I was surprised about the results, but it also shows you why Red Nations are the river of, river of the moment in the Nigerian Premier Football League. All right, uh, before this game week, uh, after the first stanza of the season, a couple of people said Pendel Insurance were probably going to have it tough in the second stanza because they were going to be going to some tough grounds. Uh, tough grounds, not 
just about the teams that they will be playing. As some people said, they will be going to some hostile venues uh, where the fans and, of course, the teams will do everything to, fox, uh, to frustrate them. And some other people said they will be playing most of their away games on synthetic pitches. And the Imba home ground is one that has Astro Talk there. And they managed to do uh, some good work there. And they got one point, very valuable one point from that game. Yeah, and that's why I said I'm surprised about that. But they also shows you that, yes, one of the things people talk about in the first times I was, like you rightly said, about the pitch that during the first night games they did not play on any synthetic pitch. But the second half of the season they will go to Perimor Stars, which are, which is an Ibris Stadium. They will go to uh, their Enyimba over the weekend. Also they will go to play to United. But I think they really get that result, which is a confidence boosting draw for me. I feel like it's a confidence boosting draw for them because they will have to believe that if we go to Enyimba, the most successful club in Nigerian football, if you include the Cup Champions League. Maybe with all respect to shooting stars and new Rangers fans, but the most successful club in the draw football and get a draw against them, I think it's a, a, a result that will give you confidence that yes, maybe the other teams also could also go there and maybe also do wonders and maybe maybe they could also I don't know how true is this. Maybe you can correct me on this. Have we have we ever had a Nigerian club that went unbeaten in the Nigerian Premier throughout the whole season? Throughout the whole season, the, the highest anybody has done since 2005 by my record was uh, Aimba. I think in 2000. And- between 2005 and 7, one of those seasons, they did 13 games. That was the longest uh, in run lead before they suffered their first defeat. Nobody has ever gone an entire season in the MPS. So, so the IMC should be looking at a good trophy. For uh, you actually think they would go the whole season? On- actually, I'm just saying. If, yeah, if, if they go the whole groupings competing, the Super 6 is I, I don't think they would go the Super 6 without uh, tasting defeat. But if they are to do that, that would be some great feat uh, for Bendel Insurance returning back from the NNL and maybe going all the way. Because if they do that, they will most likely uh, win the league. So if they do that, uh, it would be very, very great for the record books. All right, uh, let's talk about something that has been prominence in the NBFL this season and that is away wins and for uh, another game week uh, we saw a team at least one team getting the win away from home the only game week we did not manage to get an away win was in the round eight that was in the first stanza this penultimate games in the first stanza but every other week in the NPFL we have had uh, at least an away side at least one away side gets victory in the NPFL. What, what does this say about maybe a level of officiating, the level of investment that teams are putting into away games? Because previously we used to know that teams used to have two teams. There's the home team that's their strongest 11 and then the away team because they know they are most likely going to lose so they just play. But nowadays teams play almost the same team home and away with a couple of changes in between. Well, what does this say about the NPFL and maybe uh, kudos to uh, the IMC? I don't know. Uh, is it at the MC or the teams? Because, like you said, maybe but, but if the teams are good and the officiating have not been great, which we are, yeah. if, we, if we are being fair, we should give credit to the IMC for some of the things we've seen. Yeah. They should be basic, but it's it wasn't there before, and we are yeah, getting so basic. Of it wasn't there before, and we are getting a little bit of that. But like you said, even in the working system, there's there will always be some one or two things that yes you can improve on. But credit to the IMC, I also feel like credit to the teams because, like rightly said, that these teams sometimes they go away from home with a depleted team. But you won't blame them, though. Yeah, they, you they won't have blame them. But them. Them. almost everybody are doing that are going into away games with almost like their first level, and also it's a, a a big part of their first level. So very credit to the teams also, and uh, maybe because it's an average league. 
you know you have to get enough chance to try and yes, recover when you yes, start bad. And if you have to get results away from home, you have to get results at home because you don't have enough, you don't have that long stretch of matches for you to recover from. So I feel credit to them. And over the weekend, yeah, very nice. Just another getting that win, a real win victory against Dakara. Very good one for them. And if not for uh, some late drama that happened in Rivers United, they were also also getting the win. Hey, I, I we at Rivers United before the late penalty uh, that Maurice Chukwu also converted for uh, Rivers United. But credit to the number of away wins we've had in this season, and hopefully. Maybe in the next two or three years, you will not be will not be talking about same ways like it's a big deal, all uh, uh, like that. So I feel credit for what we achieved this season. But the one thing is continuity uh, from inside, from the teams and also from the uh, management. All right, you mentioned Dakada. Let's get to uh, them. They lost by two goals to one in Buyo against uh, Niger Tornadoes, and currently this is bottom in Group B of. The NBFL this season, that, that's not a great one for a team that maybe showed lots of promise uh, in previous seasons. Uh, so we would argue that it is because they've sold some of their best players and probably not replaced them with almost the same level of quality that is affecting them this season. But Nakada are looking like one team that would surely uh, go down in the NPFL this season. Yeah, they're looking like that because if you ask seven points from 10 games, that's not even an average of maybe zero points yes. point per game. That is a relegation. Uh, 0.7 per game. So that's very that's a relegation form for Dakara. And it has not been a very, a very good season for them. For even from the first stars of the season, we just know that hey, these guys are not living up to their big brother in the form of acquiring it. But like you said about selling some of their best players are not replacing them that is one of these things one of those things that happens especially if you have two clubs from the same state that are being bankrolled by the state government you just know there's one that will always be a priority than the other and if you can maintain the standard about where the players you are turning out are you are also replacing them i think this is what always ends up with you always end up with because case in point has to be mfm last season uh, over the years we've known how they bring in young player the guy blows on and they sell the guy Feel to recruit the guys that will be like, please maybe get close to the standard those guys have set for them. So, for Dakada, it seems the relegation is something they have they have to contend with, except a miracle happened for them because they are just uh, two points away from eighth place, Wiki Tourist, which is the last, which is um, the t- it's eighth, place, eighth place team in the league. So, I feel they still achievable, but they have to make sure that their league form improves very well. But it's not entirely doomed for them, even though they've lost four of their last five games in the NPFL and losing at home. That that's not something that you can afford to be doing maybe week in, week out in the NPFL. Four of matter, we only have nine, eight more games to play. Yeah, eight more games and probably just four of those would be uh, home games for them. Yes, they are just two points uh, away from safety because we have victories, like Mayowa mentioned, in eighth position on nine points. Let's talk about the team. Uh, in top of Group B, the teams rather uh, in top of Group B because two teams are on 19 points, just go different, separating Rivers United and Lobby Stars. Both of them failed to capitalize on the slip by the other ones. Lobby Stars lost their game controversially, according to uh, some people that maybe witnessed the game. We'll get to uh, some of those controversies later on the show, but. Lewis has lost two goals to zero against Doma United and Rivers United, like you mentioned earlier. Only managed a late equaliser to get one point from their own uh, game. Uh, this is looking like a very, very tight top of the table. 19 points, both of them. But the other teams just behind them 
are looking to maybe close in Abia Warriors 15 points still with a shot at making the playoffs for this season. But let's talk about Sunshine Stars, Eddie Dagoe, one man that received massive bashing last season when he was at uh, Shooting Stars. Now he's at Sunshine Stars. And if the stars at Shooting or in Ibado could not shine for him, the ones in Akure seem to be doing the business well. Yeah, and that is why they are shining for him because the shooting, the, the stars at Shooting were not shooting very well. They were not that bright, but Sunshine Stars are doing the business well in Itagoe. And he has been one of the surprise guys for me in the NPF for this season. I remember the last podcast, I was tipping them to get into the uh, top three in the in Group B to make the playoff for in the NPFL. So I was not too surprised uh, with their position in the NPFL. But, but it's, it will also take a lot of... But they have to maintain the momentum they've gathered over from the first times out to this one. Because if you just look at the table, you look at their other three teams behind them that also are putting down their neck. There's Abel Warriors, there's Niger Tornadoes, and there's Doma United newly promoted. The Surprisingly. Team. Yep. Which are, who are just one point behind as Sunshine Stars and who are third on the lock. So I feel if they have to make if they want to make the top three, they have to continue the momentum in which they are being up very recently. And also, I, I'm, I'm also impressed with their home form. They are very good at home also. And they, 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 have, they do find a way to get the results, whether a point or a win away from home. So I think they have to maintain that consistency. And maybe, yes, I still take them to get into the playoff. Of the NBFL. All right, let's move up a bit into Group A. Uh, we already talked about Pendel Insurance, and at this stage, it is looking like they are the one team that maybe have secured uh, their spots uh, in the Super Six. I know there are still eight games, but with a six-point cushion, and they are very good for at home throughout the whole of last season in the NNL. They won all of their home games. This season, so far, they've won almost all, and they drew just one game uh, at home. Uh, in the NBFL, and they look like they'll be very solid uh, there in Bini. But let's talk about the teams just below them. If Group A is tight uh, between the first two teams, if Group B rather is tight between the first two teams, Group A looks more like that for the teams behind uh, Bender and Shiraz. We've got Aqua United on 18 points, Plato United 17, Aimba 17, and Remo Stars 17. This is where the battle is in this group, who is going to pick the second and third spots alongside Ben Insurance? Yeah, this is where the battle is, and this is where I feel until the last game week of this season, the table, the teams in different positions will continue to change as the season progresses. I wouldn't be surprised if next week, if acquire another drop to maybe number four on the table and anybody frog them. I just like until the last day of the season, I feel this uh, this table will continue to change. But good one that. Each and every one of the teams behind the Bender Insurance are not far from each other. So it's just as if Bender Insurance are heads and shoulders above everybody in Group A. So it's just left for two spots for the other teams uh, for them to slug it out with. And you look at the caliber of teams that are there. There's Aqua United, there's Bearplate United, and Iba and Remo Star. So I feel like we have a proper, proper, proper uh, battle on our hands. We'll get the second and the third position if Bender Insurance continue the good fun in which they are having. So that is where uh, the battle is. And with Plate United, I don't know, maybe the last season, last times I'll be still earlier in the season, I was saying about if we can't fight Greece after I'll play to United, maybe they will nick one of those spots. I quite that after surprising for me because I feel with the Giant earlier in the season, they were yeah, not. They did start very well, lost their first, first game of the season against the same Bender insurance. But they have it seems they have found a way. They're unbeating their last five games, they've won three out of their last five games. So that's a very good form for Aquarian Z. And over the weekend, they defeat their shooter starts to goes to zero. So good one for Aquarian Z. But I just feel uh, in back and Fanny the George. I think maybe maybe the pressure will be on Hanyba. 
because from last season, yes, you can excuse it was his first season in the NBFL, but this second, this second season, and so an average league caliber of and the, an average league that well, Iba, the average league the last yeah, that Iba, we will understand that this average it seems is their bread and butter. So Finney the judge will be under pressure, and I feel with that second half performance against Ben Deschamps, I feel they have to improve more on that. But for the Mustards, them they also made some additions uh, during the during the uh, during the mid-season they win that break. During the mid-season break, getting some experienced players in Lokosa, in Animena. So I feel like it will be a proper battle for that second and third position in, in Group A. But I feel, like I said earlier, these four teams will continually change positions as the season progresses. All right, uh, let's talk about one team that their fortune don't seem like it's going to change or it's not looking like the manager at the helm of affairs knows how to change uh, what is happening there and it's shooting stars. They had a very fantastic preseason. Bengal Google, they had a very, very good uh, season with Remo Stars last season. He came with plenty hype on his return back to shooting stars. But where's his number happening, by the way? Yeah, things are not going as they would love. Four games now without a win. Two defeats and two draws. And those two draws have come at home, the two defeats on their road trips. Shooting stars don't look like they know how to get maximum points. They don't look like that. And it's it no help matters for them that on the resumption of the second stars that they are playing Aqua United, who have been in very good form. But I would likely want to see their next home game and how they perform. Because uh, during the first stars of the season, they got Sekira Lemi, who was not part of the team in the first half of the season based on injury or so. But we saw him in one of the state FA in which he bag and goes. So hopefully, maybe we'll come into the party for them. Also, Blair Okachi also was one of those guys they got during the season that you think, yes, maybe we will plead uh, things for for them in any battle. But yeah, it has not gone according to plan for them. But hopefully, I just feel for shooting stars, yes, with the addition, with the coming back of Bingo, Google they were like, maybe they want to aim for a continental or if a top six or top three finish, get into the playoff and see where that one will take them. But for presently, for with their fun, I feel they will just try to avoid relegation. So for now, they don't want to get back into that relegation battle because that was one thing they fought to Danes for last season before they avoid relegation. Hopefully this time around, it will also get them into safety for them not to avoid red, for them to avoid relegation. But treating that happen on that one in this season, it seems the man that doesn't know what to do to make sure the photos of the club change. But hopefully, I want to see them uh, with Alimi in their starting lineup in their next home game and see where that will take them from. All right, uh, for Quora United, uh, they seem to have shaken things up in uh, their backroom staff and back to back wins for them. Uh, very good one for them. But let's move on uh, from those uh, results and, of course, the things that happened uh, in relation to the results from March the 10th of the NPFL. And let's talk about some of the controversies that we've seen stem up from these games. Uh, let's start off with, uh, should we start off with a big one? Yes, in the big game between Aimba and Bendel Insurance. Late minutes, 89th minute or was it 88 minutes of that game, a shot from an Aimba player handled by a Bendel Insurance defender who faked, uh, is it, what's it called now? Concussion, or he feels like the ball struck him in his head and probably deceived the referee with that. But you would expect the referee to have seen that. But first off, was that a penalty for you? Yeah. Uh, should that uh, that's a penalty for me if the referee cited that. Every day, penalty. every day of the week, twice, twice on this and three times on public holidays. So I think that should have made a penalty. But 
like you said, maybe the player played some smartness and the referee fell for it. But actually, for me, I don't even put much of the blame on the referee. I think he has to go to the assistant referee. I think that was a call the referee should have made because he was right in front of the action. The, the AR was like far distant. This was happening but central into... But the, the truth of the matter is that the AR should not be far off from that angle. I don't think the AR should be far off. But yeah, the distance, I'm saying the distance between the AR and where it happened and the distance between the referee and where that incident happened. The referee was in closer but, but, proximity. I felt it. I'm just going to from another angle like... Yeah, maybe some people. I want to. It's not as if I want to create excuse for the referee. Yeah, I know it's not as if because there's no excuse. That should be a penalty, stone weapon. Yeah, that should be a penalty. But if he missed it, and that is where far can come into place. Because well, we don't have that. Ah, that's because I can remember vividly over the well in the English Premier League game between Man United and Fulham. Yeah, we have had more. The referee did not spot. Yeah, it has to call the attention of the VAR. I, I, I yeah, yeah, it's what I throw some players. Yeah, that's what I think about those sort of situations, especially with those European teams that have... Uh, I think those referees actually like just should let it because they know they have the grace of... But, but yeah, we don't have that luxury. The referees have to make instant decisions. Or maybe we should... I, I should that, that's why I, I give them uh, some ropes or so, some maybe grace when, kind of when they make some kind of calls because I know it is instant. They don't have the benefits of replays just like uh, some of the other counterparts uh, out there in Europe. But yes, uh, I think we both agree that should have been a penalty. Yeah, that should have been a penalty. Let, let, let's move on to another one, uh, another game that saw what was eventually given as a penalty and led to the winning goal uh, for the home side. I'm talking about Rangers in their game against Bayesa United. Two penalties. The first one, uh, I think that was a pen. I don't know what you think about uh, the first penalty. Yeah, it was. But the second one is where there is debate. Some people have argued that, yes, the player was trying to buy the pen and he sold it to the defender who got that into him. But I felt the referee could have just let play go on in that situation because I, there was nothing the defender could have done there. He was on his own. The other players brought his leg in front of him and then the contact happened because the attacker initiated the contact, not the defender. Uh, Felix, for that, I think it's a penalty. Yeah. So you think votes were correct scores yeah, by the referee? Because so it's like, not likely to get the truth matter is that yeah, the truth matter is that we have seen penalties like that being given. Because yeah, but we've also seen penalties like that overturned not after VAR checks. We've also seen penalties like that given even with VAR check. And why I said that is that the attackers these days are brilliant. They knew they just need to buy. There's no need to commit it. Just, just that. To the front, yeah, to the that is why you know, you know my point about all these penalties. That's why a defender that wants to keep the ball. And a player, just an attacker, just make sure, yes, my leg is there and you kicked him and it's a penalty. You know my, my position on, on, on that and that kind of thing. So I think it's a penalty because... Because of the currents? Yes. And how yes, and how the way this are now, I think it's a penalty. The defender was maybe unlucky to fall out as a victim of that ball, credit to the attacker. And especially, I think the most of the referees would likely give that as a penalty. If he did not give it, I think also there will also generate a bit of controversy. How if it penalty was not given? I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a play one. Like if you give the penalty, there will be a bit of controversy. So we don't play. have that, but let, let me bring it into the situation. Do you think that situation is a case of if the referee gives it in real time and we had VAR and that goes to VAR, 
he would not overturn this decision? Most likely he won't. Because it's not a clear and obvious error. I don't think he will overturn this decision. I don't think he will. I don't think he will. Maybe it's because we have just one out. Maybe if we saw it. Because the defender was just there standing all by himself. Then the guy initiated his contact. There is a contact, right? Which was initiated by the attacker. That is the thing. That, that is the way it is. But, but, the, should it be a foul when it is not the defender initiating the contact? The truth of the matter is that you don't have to initiate the contact for you to give me that penalty. It's just as if you are, if there's a contact in the first place, I think it will be a penalty. And I've like said this, I'm not a biggest fan of this thing, but I've seen it over the last four years or so that this kind of thing I agree giving us penalties. And if it is, or if we have to maintain our consistency, I'm not a biggest fan of this, that kind of scenario for it to be a penalty. But if something that has been ringing in your bells, you have been seeing it, I think I don't have a problem with it again. All right, let's move on to Ikene. We are Ramos Stars. We are one goal winners against Nasarawa United. Uh, they scored a goal uh, that eventually won the game. But Nasarawa United reportedly got what some people have described as a clean goal. I've not seen a clearer view of uh, the goal that Nasarawa United scored. But from the angle that I have seen, the last Ramos Star defender was out of frame. So it is difficult for me to say uh, if he, it was offside or in legit school. But let, let me ask you, have you by chance seen anything different from what I have seen? I think yeah, that, that was a legit goal. No, I've not seen anything different because from what I've also seen, actually, I did not even know there was a defender on the first frame of when, it, when you first see the goal. I don't think there was a defender there. It was later on another extension of that. I saw the defender that was there behind the guy that scored the goal. But my first thought was maybe it was not offside. I think it was offside for my him. first thought. Maybe it was not offside. But I'm just looking at the players moving. The guy that finally got ahead of that gets his head on the ball. I think he was coming back from another position. I can't really pinpoint. I just feel uh, my first point of call was it was not offside. But like you said, we don't have different angles. And the guy, the defender, we don't have, we will not see enough of him yeah. to draw the conclusion or like you would, you know, the undiluted bar that you are, to draw the line whether. Whether there is, whether there is, yeah. now whether I was in line with it or which one of them was ahead of the other. So I can't drop my conclusion on, on that. But I feel my first point of call was maybe it was not enough. Uh, you mentioned something about uh, one angles, and I have also mentioned that. But yes, kudos to the teams for streaming their games. We are enjoying. I saw somebody who was seeing four games simultaneously online. Uh, so it's different Nigerian. Uh, early games and that that's very very big uh for the npfl we love to see these games online but shouldn't these teams maybe be taking it a step higher making these streams more professional giving us other because what what this one single view uh that most of them do maybe from the central points of the stadium the center uh point of the stadium yes just panning the camera left and right and capturing everything what it does when there are situations like this is probably creates more controversy and maybe leave decisions inconclusive. I, I, I would want to believe if we had different angles in some of these discussions that we are having, the penalty uh, situation in uh, Oka, where just got to the one that's Aimba, even though there was... That was clear. Uh, there was, there was uh, the fact that was even for that one because the, song for that. the one IMC was uh, streaming. But yes, hopefully the teams would maybe take it a notch higher and give us uh, streams that would contain multiple angles so that we can actually... And as much as the team, we are, we are imploring the teams to take it higher. 
hopefully the job the IMC or whoever will come with Harris by OPC or should secure your spot. All right, and finally, on the controversial issues in the NPFL, that's the one between Doma United and Lobby Stars. A match that went deep into the, not deep into the night, but it went into the night. And I saw a video of when the second goal was going to be scored by Doma penalty. I, I couldn't even see when the player uh, actually slotted the ball into the back of the net. And it must have been very difficult for the players on the pitch and the goalkeeper ball. How did we get into that situation where a kid would have to get into uh, night time like that? We hear there were some issues before kickoff. The game that was supposed to kick off by 4 ended up going live by some minutes before 5 p.m. So two, three, four minutes between before 5 p.m. And we know uh, in that part of Nigeria, it gets dark uh, quite quickly. And to 7 already everywhere was dark. But... We we'll wait for the IMC on their decision yep. on what happened there, why the game had to start late, why uh, we hear also when the penalty was given. Initially, the Lobby Stars players moved out, but their coach told them to go back and play mm. for the rest of And the second goal was very, very, very important because it was that second goal that made sure Rivers United returned back to the top in Ruby. Yeah, because that if the match are headed 1-0, uh, Lubista will still be top four in, in Group B. So it was that one goal, the second goal, that make sure they are second on, on, on the log. All right, uh, before we leave this, uh, is there any referee that, uh, from any game that I would say clearly needs to be called to Abuja for uh, a review by the IMC? Or you just think some of those decisions were on the spot that were just mistakes the referees made, made that anyone else could have made? Not necessarily, even though, I don't know. Actually, uh, the only referee that should be under the microscope this week has to be the referee in charge of Aimba and Ben Nations. For that handball? For that handball. Not for anything else? Not for anything. For that handball, I feel it. You think he handled the rest of the game quite well? Yep, I think he did quite well. The penalty he gave Aimba in the first half was well-reserved. And I think in the second half, I don't think there was anything. Because we should all forget that rain disrupted. Uh, that game, I, I feel... And credit to the feet up there in Abahi. Yeah, but I feel that rain did not allow us to the best of football in the second half because... Especially well, it was not really a pleasing game to watch, actually. Even, uh, I thought it was only a game of fast. Yeah, but I think if, the, if, there, if there's any referee that should be called someone to Abuja, it has to be uh, the referee in charge of Venezuela uh, versus Benetia. Based on that penalty... Uh, the handball that the Benetians guy handled and he failed to spot that. All right, let's set aside the match week 10 results and look ahead of match week 11. Quite a number of games to look forward to in this one, including the big one in Group B that would see first and second go head-to-head against each other. Lobby Stars would welcome Rivers United. I remember this was the first game of the season. Lobby Lobby Stars lost and then they started that very solid run that has seen them match Rivers United on points so far this season. But the fixtures list for match week 11. Abia Warriors will play against Enugu Rangers. Abia Warriors will play against Enugu Rangers. Bendel Insurance at home against Aqua United. This thing they beat in the first game of the season also. These are a replica of the games that we saw in the first game week of the season. And they'll be played again on match day 11. Dakada at home. Once again against Bayesa United, El Kanemi Warriors will play against Remo Stars, Aimba versus Nasara United, Kumbe United versus Squara United. Lobby Stars, like I mentioned earlier, 
would play against Rivers United. Niger Tornadoes are home against Wiki Torres. Niger Tornadoes doing some good work so far. This is Shooting Stars would have a chance to maybe uh, set things right against Plato United when Elechuku uh, and his men come visiting White Sunshine Stars are home against newly promoted side, one of the two newly promoted sides that are doing well uh, in the NBFL this season, Doma United. Clearly, the game that stands out uh, for you should be the one between Lobby Stars and Rivers United. Yeah, it should be the one because, like you said, in the first match of this season. But also, there is a top-of-the-table clash uh, in Bendel Insurance as a Sakwai. That's not a top-of-the-table clash. <laughs> if Bendel Insurance was that game, they still maintain a top spot. True. Uh, but for this one, two teams, the same number of points. And I remember also the first game of the season, uh, Lobby Rivers United got have to score elite penalty. For them to give beat through this stars two goes to one the first game of the season and it's Rivers United at penalties. <laughs> a match made in heaven. So I feel this has to be the game of the weekend. It's opportunity for Lobby Stars to come back from their loss against the United and open a gap uh, between them and uh, Rivers United at the top of the league. Because I feel this would be a perfect opportunity because after the show now, Rivers United stay out in little matter of sibling continental engagement, if not through their group stage we are in the CAF Convention Cup. So opportunity for them to open that three-point gap between them and and reverse United, but it will be a tough one. It will be a tough order for for Ruby Stars, but I'm still tipping them uh, to get that one based on uh, Rivers United. Recently, uh, it seems they have run out of steam. They've drawn some of their risk. Maybe tiredness from from the confident uh, engagement. So I feel this is perfect opportunity for Ruby Stars for them to uh, get the advantage over Rivers United. All right, we are winding down on the podcast in a matter of minutes. We'll be done at other year, but. Quickly, let me put you on the spots with these games. Abia Warriors, Enugu Rangers, who gets the maximum points, or is ah, it a draw? I saw a draw. I feel I say Abia Warriors win this game. Better Assurance, Aqua United. Better Assurance, Aqua United. Aqua United looking for revenge, losing their first game against the Better Assurance, or with Imadi or San Rokoe. Come on. It should be a Better Assurance win. Dakada to set the records right against struggling by SI United. Yeah, these are two teams that are struggling. So a draw will be a perfect one for two teams. A draw? Yeah, for the two teams. All right, the Academy Warriors will be home against Remo Stars. The Academy Warriors fighting for their lives in uh, Group A. Remo Stars looking to push for a continental sport. Uh, that's a continental sport. A super secret uh, sport in Group A. Who gets this one? Uh, Remo Stars have been not been too good recently away from home. Uh, so I think... They will do what to get the draw against the Academy Warriors. They will do what to get the draw. Kimba with another chance to uh, set things right at home. I was I was impressed with Tunasa United against Remo Stars. I feel they played some very good football. And boy, Kimba during the last game again this time around at home also against Tunasa United. The team they beat in the first stanza of the season. They beat away from home. So hopefully they will get these three points to complete the job over Tunasa United. Gombe United, Kwara United. Gombe, Gombe too good to lose at home. Mm. Lobby Stars, Rivers United. Look, I see a draw written all over. You see a draw? I see Lobby Stars winning. Uh, you draw this into win. I see them winning. <laughs> Niger Tornadoes, Wiki Thirst. Niger Tornadoes to get a win. Tornadoes to get a win. Shooting Stars, split to United. Both. I remember this game 3 3 in the first half. When in the, in the yeah. first match of the season, that match that we thought, yes, Shooting Stars have arrived. But how, how they lost their head. Pretty United have missed the Southwest earlier in the season against Remo Stars. They got to draw, so I think they can also get to draw against Shooters. And finally, Sunshine Stars against Doma United. Away for Sunshine Stars. So you're not seeing any away win this season? I'm this not seeing is, uh, game, week. game week. I'm not seeing, boy. 
what could happen? It could happen. We've had it nine over ten times. So uh, So there's a possibility that my predictions, one of them will just go to the other side. All right, that's how we wrap it up on the podcast this week. It's been a pleasure doing this one in the absence of Chris Emeonu. Uh, my name is Felix Namdi Egbomuchi, otherwise known as Felix the Great. And it's been a pleasure doing this one alongside Mayowa Kufileti. You hear our voice again on the pod. Yes, it could be Chris and Sab some other time. It could be uh, the whole gang uh, together on one pod. But till then, have a wonderful rest of the day, a wonderful week, and a wonderful uh, rest of the year. Bye-bye from all of us here. Thank you for listening to the MPFL Tory Podcast. For more, you can search the MPFL Tory Podcast on all podcast listening platforms or follow us on social media, Twitter at MPFL Tory, Instagram at MPFL underscore Tory, TikTok or YouTube at MPFL Tory Podcast. Mm-hmm.